Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? Fucking motherfucker. And something planned, goddammit. Are you ready? No! I say! That's right, folks. It is football season. This is Hanging with D's, episode 71. I was all queued up to sing the Michigan fight song because, you know, we're going to win the Natty this year. Okay. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But. I'm your host, D's. That, of course, is Dylan. And yes, it is officially football season. College football is already, uh, for some teams, week two. Uh-huh. Um, UCLA, mo- this was their second. Most teams, this was uh, week one. And, of course... Uh, the big boys come to play starting on Thursday with our season opener, and then, of course, we have the full slate on Sunday, and we've got it all for you. Obviously, we're going to talk Steelers. We're going to talk our uh, season predictions as far as division winners and playoffs and all the way to the Super Bowl, and then we're also going to dive into week one predictions as well and talk about some other minor stories, talk about college football. And then our, of course, slew of other shit that has happened in the last two weeks. Weren't here last week because, well, Daddy was hungover. Mm. Very, very hungover. And I think you were busy Sunday anyway, weren't you? Or I think you were. Yeah, I think I was. But I was in no shape to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was on zero sleep and driving home from Chicago. It wasn't, wasn't mm. a good day. Uh, so yeah, so here we are. Any stories you can tell on the podcast? Probably not. Uh, well, I mean, technically I could because I told other stories, but yeah, let's just say a good time was had by many. All right. <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's just. What do you want to kick it off with? NFL or college or? Uh, I think we should kick it off with college. I'd say since you know. All right, we'll talk a little college football and then dive into all the NFL stuff. So obviously. Uh, like I said, we had a few games played last week, Illinois being one of them with the uh, the big win over Nebraska. Uh, UCLA played last week. Um, Got smoked. No. 
Oh, UCLA, sorry. I thought you said UConn. No, yeah, UCLA played Hawaii last week. Yeah. Uh, yeah, UConn played last week. And then we get into this week, and uh, Illinois uh, loses to Texas San Antonio at home. That's one of those games that they put on the schedule to win. Yeah. And they end up losing 37-30. Had the game-tying touchdown uh-huh. called uh, negated by a offensive pass oh, wow. penalty. So, uh, same old, same old for Illinois. Uh, How bad is Nebraska then? Uh, well, people were calling for Scott Frost's job after last week. Yeah, I, I guess there were a couple big coaching gaps as well, and yeah, it was it was bad. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. People around here seem hype about this Illinois team, but I, I don't really see yeah. any need for it. But uh, did have. Kind of a big upset. LSU losing to aforementioned UCLA. Yeah. And, and not just losing, but I think they... They lost by like two scores, if memory yeah. serves correctly. Yeah, and it was funny because there was a, a little clip that kind of went viral on Twitter of uh, you couldn't see the fan, but you could tell. He was talking <laughs> shit to uh, Coach Ogeron yeah. of LSU, and, and Coach said, you know, to bring it on with your little sissy blue shirt. Yeah. Well, guess what? They brought it on, and they yeah. fucking sent you home with a big fat L. Yeah. So there's that. Uh, the marquee matchup of the day was Georgia and Clemson. And if you like low-scoring defensive games, then you were happy. If you don't like that, you were not. Yeah. That's a game I'm going to watch twice. Yeah. Scratch that. That's a game I'll watch four times. Uh, all the hype surrounding DJ Uyugalele uh, or whatever the hell his name <laughs> Ukulele. is. Ukulele. <laughs> it's something. Like yeah, I don't know. I, I, I think it's Ugalele. I really do. I think it's something. It might be. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, if you remember, he stepped in for uh, Trevor Lawrence last year and actually performed very well. And... Uh, Yesterday, not so much. Mm. He was uh, like 19 to 37 with only 178 yards and a pick. And Georgia hangs on for the win, 10 to three, on the back of a uh, a long that one pick was a, a long pick six. And that was the only touchdown scored in the game. So, uh, yeah, nothing else of, of note really happened uh, during the that's day. That's not true. I Oklahoma just, survived a scare against I, Tulane. I was making a joke because I thought you were gonna. Talk about Michigan, but, but well, yeah, no, you're right. Oklahoma almost got upset by uh, Tulane, was it? Yeah, mm-hmm. for they, but they hang on to win forty to thirty five. Oklahoma number two in the nation, by the way. Uh, Alabama against number fourteen Miami was kind of hyped up to be maybe a good matchup, but no. no. Uh, no. Alabama's new quarterback set a school record: four touchdown passes. Wow, I don't know. Surely that's not their record, like. I think that was like in a debut, maybe yeah. first start, maybe. I, yeah, I would I, think so. I gotta think there's been some Alabama co- quarterbacks, even not necessarily good quote quarterbacks, but have thrown more than four touchdown passes right. against some of the cream puffs that Alabama has a tendency to schedule early yeah. on. Uh, but anyway, yeah, they look strong. Um, your Michigan boys. Uh, I didn't like what I saw in the first quarter. I'm not going to lie. No? They started pretty slow. It was slow. Western Michigan they played, Western right? Western Michigan, yeah. yeah. And uh, our best player got hurt in the second quarter. And Who is your best player? Uh, Brown. What the hell is this? He's a wide out. Fuck. That's the problem with college is there's so much turnover, it's kind of hard to learn people's well, fucking I mean, if you names. were a big fan, you would know. But <laughs> just saying. Uh, yeah. He had went down with a bad 
knee injury after wide receiver, running back, wide receiver. Okay, after a, a really good return, and that was scary. So it's not good news. But uh, I mean, they they beat the shit out of them. That's what you're supposed to do. It did make me laugh though. When yeah, I, I mean, after... first first game this season, you know, you expect sometimes teams to start slow, but you want to see what you saw, which is they kind of wake up and. I know, but after that game wrapped up, I switched over to the Penn State Wisconsin game, which that was that was a good game. That was a great game. Wisconsin, uh, and they're hyping up the post game show, and you know they're they're talking about their bullet points, and one of them was, "Is Michigan back?" It's like they played Western Michigan. Like, let's calm the fuck down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Slow our goddamn. The Penn State Wisconsin game was was pretty solid too. Also low scoring, but you kind of expect that with the with Penn State and Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. They're known for having defensive teams. Uh, Wisconsin had a chance late. Uh, believe they got down to like the fifteen or twenty. Yeah, yeah, and just no, even closer. They got down to the three, and they had a bad handoff, and yeah, lost yardage. And the last pass attempt, they had a really bad penalty, uh, a grounding penalty that made it fourth and forever. I yeah. think it was around the twenty-five, and the quarterback. Uh, I don't even. I don't know who he was trying to throw to, but there was literally. You could barely see a Wisconsin player on the screen. Yeah. And there was four Penn State guys there, and it was a pick. So, yeah, game yeah. over. Um, the Florida Gators did what they're supposed to do against Florida Atlantic, which is beat the brakes off of them, 35-14. Uh, Minnesota looked really good against Minnesota, uh, Ohio State in the first half. Yeah, then... they, they held strong for a while and then just kind of faded there at the end. Um, last year's darling of the Big Ten, Indiana, uh, Played Iowa and got smacked yeah. thirty-four to six, so maybe that was just a one-off. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Montana did upset number twenty Washington. I believe that was uh, oh wow, very unexpected. Yeah, that's who Michigan plays next week is Washington. Really? Yeah, it's good. Should be a good game. All right. Um, Louisiana ranked number twenty-three uh, got smacked by texas by 20 points 38 18 shocking to see them even ranked, ranked in the yeah. preseason yeah right so uh usc they win again the big upset U ucla 38 27 over lsu uh lsu's only ranked 16th but still ucla is uh unranked so chip kelly might be finally turning that around because that's right. He is the coach there. Nah. Isn't he? Like his first year, he that team looked like shit. Yeah. And second year, not much better. Though you have COVID, you know that's a factor yeah, as well yeah, for sure. So, oh, maybe they're turning around. Iowa State ranked number seven, barely hung on to beat Northern Iowa. Yeah. Sixteen to ten. So, mm. might uh, might keep an eye on the Cyclones. Maybe they're. Uh, a little overhyped, yeah. perhaps. But yeah, another game. Again, tonight. it's a uh, that's also a state rivalry, so strange things can happen in in shit, those kind of games. Yeah. No. There's a game tonight. You said. Yeah. Uh, scroll up. <coughs> Sc further. Yep. Oh, Notre Dame. Notre yeah, Dame, Florida State. Florida State. Uh, of course, Florida State. Not what they once were, but no. still, it's in a quasi ACC matchup. Uh, but it's Notre Dame, so it's going to draw a lot of attention. And it's the only game on today, so I'll probably check it out for a little bit until All Out starts. Um, check that out as well. So, 
Uh, who? Uh, what, do we have any marquee matchups next week we want to keep our eyes on? Oregon versus Ohio State. Yeah, that, yeah. that could be that's, a good one. That's uh, the big one. Florida plays South Florida. Uh, Notre Dame taking on the powerhouse from Toledo. Yeah. Uh, Georgia, UAB, Texas A&M, Colorado, Murray State, Cincinnati, Ball State, Penn State. Alabama. They're r- Mercer. Yeah. Undefeated Mercer they are playing. Did you see what their kicker did last night? No. Or Merc- maybe it was Friday. Alabama's? Mercer. No. They were winning 63 to nothing. They score a touchdown very late to make it 69 to nothing. The kicker very obviously misses the extra point to keep the score at 69 and then says on Twitter the night of, I had to take one for the team. Nice. 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 <laughs> Speaking of kickers, I seen a clip on um, Twitter this morning. It was it was like Pop Warner, Pee Wee football mm-hmm. or whatever, and they were getting ready to attempt – I assume an onside or not an onside kick, an extra point, mm-hmm. maybe a field goal, but probably an extra point. But uh, first thing I have to know is the kicker was huge, mm-hmm. like I don't, I mean tall, like right, a foot and a half taller than most of the other kids on the team. Sure. Well, they snapped the ball and the the offensive line blockers just completely failed, mm. and there's like three guys rush in, and the first guy that gets there the to the holder. He stops literally a foot and just standing right in front of the holder before the kicker even starts his backswing. So the kicker's there, and the kicker just shoves the kid back, <laughs> like full-on shoves the kid back, and then tries to kick it. And, of course, it, he kicks it right into the kid, and it's blocked. But <laughs> it was just funny because he just <laughs> shoved him away, like, let wow. me do this. And, right on. Yeah, so it was missed. So Iowa-Iowa State. That's, that could be a, a big one there. Yeah. Um, that's going to uh, – Potentially set the tone for for those teams as far as what they're going to do this. Yeah, season. for sure. Uh, Oklahoma against Western Carolina. Yeah, this is cream puff week. I yeah, mean, there's like a couple of decent games, but for the most part, it's yeah. Texas Arkansas. It's hey, come to our place so we can beat the shit out of you. LSU versus McNeese. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, Michigan versus Washington. Big house. Stanford USC, that's that's a big one. Yeah, big rivalry game. I mean Stanford's sure. not ranked or anything, but still it's Stanford, a uh, very good program. Yeah. So. Utah versus BYU in the Holy War. Big right. rivalry game. Yeah, yeah. Battle of the Mormons. Yeah. So there we go. All right. Now can we talk about it? The NFL? NFL. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> NFL football. Look, Dylan loves college football. Mm-hmm. I like it. Uh NFL's where it's at for me. I uh, still like NFL more than college. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I know, but I mean, you just you follow NFL football much more than me. College, so, yeah, or that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, so it also means fantasy football, mm. which is fun. Not usually for you, but I don't know. I, I, I that's why when you asked who's in this year, I said I am. I guess because you I'm, suck at it. Yeah. Well, we got gambling. We don't need fantasy it's football. Still, anymore. we've had the league for twelve years. Like at this point, I it's a good run. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it quits. It's over. Yeah. Um, When's our draft, by the way? Aren't we supposed to? Uh, t- 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 we're doing the lottery at some point, right? Do you want to do that after the, the show? The draft is Tuesday, I believe. Okay. So so yeah, we might. Uh, I gotta find. I still gotta find a replacement for Rod. Oh shit! So I'm actually. 
I got a couple guys I could ask. Yeah, I'll let you know because I think Jake said he had one too. But, okay. Uh, I'll do that today and see if I can find somebody and uh, maybe do the lottery tomorrow. Yeah, I'll probably just okay put the webcam on here and do it. But mm-hmm. either way, uh, kind of lost track of days. I forgot it's the seventh and today's the fifth. Mm-hmm. I thought I had a couple extra days there. Uh, anyway, um, just real quick. Obviously, we're gonna. I'm gonna talk a little bit of Steelers before we get into the other stuff. Um, J T J Watt still has not signed a contract. A uh, lot of reports coming out saying that it could be today, maybe tomorrow. But if it doesn't happen by tomorrow, there's actually a chance that that they may not play him on Sunday. Oh no shit! And from the rumor mills, basically. Uh, point saying that the sticking point as of right now is the guaranteed money. Hmm. Um, I, I think it's widely known that he's going to become the highest paid defensive player in the NFL. Right. Deservedly so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a matter of how much of that money is going to be guaranteed. Um, get it done. Yeah. Uh, we can't, he cannot miss games mm-hmm. uh, if unless he's hurt, obviously. But yeah, this, we have, a very, very difficult schedule. Get it done. I don't care. Just sign the damn check and get his ass signed. Especially considering we're opening against Buffalo. Yeah. 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 Not, not an easy no. out. No. Um, Joe Hayden. Uh, kind of torn on this one. Uh, he at one Earlier, a few weeks back, he was talking about how, how he wanted a contract extension and wanted to finish his career in Pittsburgh. And then just a matter of less than a week ago, he says that he's not going to sign an extension and wants to test free agency, which maybe tells me that they told him, no, we're, that's not where we're going. Yeah. So he preemptively said, no, well, I'm not coming back. But You can't fire me. I quit. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, look, I love what Joe Hayden has done for us, but I also understand that you know he's not getting any younger. How old is he? Isn't he like 32? 32, 33. But that's starting to get up there for a corner. Yeah, for sure. Um, Now, granted, if he just balls out this year, Mm -hmm. then I think Pittsburgh's got to make a move and Mm -hmm. and try and make him happy. Uh, I think a lot of it also depends on what happens with our young guys being uh, Pierre, um, Cam Sutton, and uh, the new guy. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't even know how to sell it. Last name is Witherspoon. Yeah, it? Witherspoon. I'm I, just I go with that. Witherspoon. Yeah. Uh, big trade, not big trade, but a trade from San Francisco. He was a starting corner. Um, I think he's only 25 years old, maybe 26, mm. somewhere in that range. Um, signed with Seattle on a one-year deal and then got traded before the season started. Uh, apparently, he got beat out for the job. And we gave up a fifth for him. I'm not mad at that. Um, maybe there's some potential there. He could be a starter, but for the main, you know, it's depth. We needed another corner, uh, a corner with experience. He, you know, I have no issue trading a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick for a depth player because that's probably what you're going to get in the especially draft. Especially one that if he, you're lucky. Yeah, especially one that you that has the yeah. the experience that he has. It's it's one thing to you know, to sign just some scrub off the streets that, you know, m- maybe he'll play special teams. But this is a guy with starting experience. And, and again, no, I don't expect him to come in and be uh, Patrick Peterson or 
who's the asshole? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. Uh, I love <laughs> who's, the who's the asshole? Who's the asshole? Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, he can come in and be a stopgap. And I'm not mad at that. So Yeah, depth. No problem. Um, I wouldn't, I gotta be honest, if I was a GM, that's what I would use those picks for. Because you can get decent players, even if it's just for one year, for a fifth, sixth, seventh round. No, pick. I agree. So I, you know, I mean, uh, obviously, occasionally you can find some gold nuggets. I'd go, I'd go with the percentages, though. You know what I no, mean? No, I agree. But I'm just saying, right. I, I don't want to completely poo-poo the fact. You know, they're all bums. But you know, Tony O'Brien was a sixth more, rounder. More times maybe. than not, you're right. They're guys that are going to be lifers and special teams and. Their life might only be two years. Yeah, even if they're on the team. So, uh, again. And uh, sad day uh, yesterday for Steeler fans. We lost Tunch Ilkin, who I remember as a player. I had never heard of him, i got to be honest with you. Yeah, he was, uh, uh, I would say, one of the last great Chuck Knoll draft picks. Really? He was an offensive tackle very undersized, but just an absolute stud and just stuck with the town of Pittsburgh and was their radio analyst for years and years. And oh, years. wow. Uh, I want to say he's been there 20 plus years. He was their color guy, I'm assuming. Yeah. Oh, so I've heard his voice it, for yeah. sure. Yes. In fact, the most famous radio, well, not most famous, but one of the, for you anyway, one of the more famous radio calls will be the Bettis Fumble. Yeah. The guy, oh, cancel the plans to Denver. Yeah. Oh, we got yeah. a ball game. That's Tom Shokin. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second yeah. you said color guy, I knew him. I heard his voice immediately. Yeah. Oh, God. No, yeah. no. Yeah. Yeah. That one. Yeah. Um, he was battling ALS and then caught pneumonia. And yeah, just uh, sad they didn't make it. 63 years old. So rest in peace, Mr. Ilkin. Yeah. Good run, though. Yeah, sixty-three. I mean, it's early, of course, but that's yeah, especially for a guy like that. That was, you know, he was still in really good shape. You know, yeah. So, um, that being said, uh, before I'll get obviously talk more Steelers later on here when we go through these picks, but uh, cut down day, no major surprises. Well, almost no major su- surprises. Although some people say it wasn't a surprise part one of it, but part two was kind of a shocker. But if you think about it logically, it's really not all that much of a surprise. And that is the whole Cam Newton thing. Yeah. Um, people were debate. You could turn on any sports show the last few weeks. And that was the debate. Cam or Mac, Cam or Mac, Cam or Mac. Well, it was Mac. Mm-hmm. And to the point where they let Cam go. Um, my first initial reaction was why, mm-hmm. but it was explained on at least speculated. And I, I believe it. In the fact that Belichick did like Cam Newton, mm-hmm. respected him, and said, you know, probably gave him the option. Look, do you want to be a backup or do you want your freedom to go and pursue other opportunities? Yeah. And I think Cam said, yeah, let me go. And so they did. And uh, nobody assigned him yet. And that led to speculation of his vaccination status. Mm-hmm. Not to mention he did miss five days uh, of camp slash practice because of the COVID protocol. I don't know that he actually tested positive. I think it was just quarantine for close contact or whatever, but he's not vaccinated. And I don't even think he's actually said that he's not vaccinated, that he won't say whether Mm -hmm. or not he is. But uh, 
people are speculating. If that, you were, why wouldn't you say you uh, were? I agree. Yeah. People are speculating that that may be why nobody has jumped on him. But if you look around the league, I mean, look, right now, today, who's going to sign him and say this is our starter? Uh, probably no one. But. Yeah, I mean, is he going to complete the year as a free agent? I, no. Zero no. chance. No. Zero. Somebody a, will pick him up. A quarterback will go down, and he will get signed. And Yeah. I I have a couple of ideas of where I could see him going. Mm-hmm. One would Wait, be the, I take that back. We're talking about the starter. There's one team, Houston. Yeah, but I don't think he's going to touch that with a 10-foot pole. Better than staying at home. But is it? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe not. Why would you go there to a horrible team and ruin your chances of possibly getting one more big contract? True. So I, for me, that team would be untouchable. Like, okay. no, no. Okay. not unless you've got like forty million dollars. Then maybe I'll come there for one year because then, when I suck because the rest of you suck and I don't get another contract, I've got this $40 million to live yeah. off of. So yeah, that would be like, yeah. Um, I could see the saints potentially. Yeah. If Jameis is absolutely yeah. implodes and they want to keep the Taysom slash roll or whatever, I could see that. But for some reason, a team popped into my head that I could see the quarterback going down and they've got some young talent, and maybe you know they want to make a splash. I, that that's all I can say as far as my justification. Hmm. Atlanta. Hmm. Something, just something tells me Matt Ryan doesn't make it. Really? Okay. I don't know. Gut feeling. Okay. Um, I thought you were gonna say Miami with that setup. That maybe Miami. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't discount that yeah. either. Uh, I could see that Tua maybe kind of falls flat and they go that that. Or route. he gets hurt. Which um, a lot of people are talking Dallas. It you know with Dak being uncertain, and, and I told Dylan and I even put it on Facebook. Uh, vaccination status be damned. Uh, I wouldn't mind if Pittsburgh signed him. I think he's an instant upgrade over both. Uh, Mason Rudolph and Dwayne Haskins. Mm-hmm. And if Ben were to go down, I'd feel a lot better about my offense if I had Cam Newton. Sure. Uh, is Cam Newton the Cam Newton he was five or six years ago? No. But I still think with the right pieces around him, he could be a solid starting quarterback. Yeah. Uh, I've even, we've both said on the show, Cam Newton did play bad last year, but he didn't have any help. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, most of his receivers were either hurt or gone. Had no tight ends. Uh, his running game was in shambles. Defense wasn't all that great because all the the COVID hop, uh, opt outs and everything. But yeah, I would take Cam Newton in a heartbeat. And who knows? Should Ben go down? Cam comes in and plays well. Maybe he could stick around for a couple of years. But yeah. he will be on a team for the end of the year. Right. There's just no question. I agree. Um, did you have any other? No. NFL things before we get into the... So what do you want to do first? Do you want to go through the standings first and do that? Or do you want to pick week one and then do the standings? Uh, Pick week one. Pick week one. Okay, we'll do that. So that being said, we will jump right on over here. 
and take a look at the schedule. Kicking it off, we have Thursday Night Football. The Dallas Cowboys traveling to the Super... I'm sorry. I did think of something. Did you hear what Tom Brady said the other day? That he had COVID? No. Oh. He said he had COVID? Yeah, he caught COVID, and he believes he caught it during the parade. Oh, wow. Um, Fucking avocado-flavored ice cream, or uh, avocado-flavored vodka apparently didn't help him. Um, I actually had two things. Sorry. Um, We're going back to the Mac Jones, Cam Newton thing. Mm -hmm. Did you hear what came out yesterday? Apparently, Mac Jones was teaching Cam Newton the playbook. I, I saw the headline. I didn't read the article. Yeah. Who knows if there's any truth to that? I mean, it's, it was from the uh, Daily Snark. So I they're kind of... Yeah. They those... report some stuff. Or I'm like, that sounds like bullshit. Um, the other thing, um, Tom Brady, he was doing like a little interview thing with a couple of the players. I think specifically for the Buccaneers website. And I think the question was, what's changed the most in your 20-year career? And he said, well... What's really and I, I, it's shocking to hear an offensive player say this. He said, "With all these rule changes and stuff, it's kind of weird how now the defense is responsible for offensive mistakes." Yeah, I, d- I did how, see that clip, and I, I actually meant to. I might have even retweeted it just so I could talk about it. I know um, I saved it so I could talk about it. And I fucking forgot about it, but uh, yeah. But yeah, basically he said, you know, that it used to be back in the day he would like not throw. He's he listed Ray Lewis as a specific example. Yeah, yeah, I he, wouldn't throw near the middle because Ray Lewis was going to kill the guy. Yeah, there it is right there. Uh, you um, want to play it? Uh, I don't think it'll come through here, but yeah, it's not recording. No. Okay. So we're just going to sit here and listen to it in silence. Yeah. Why? Well, I was trying to listen to it. He's talking about the whole Ray Lewis thing. Then there was. He's talking about. Yeah, like a late hit or whatever. But yeah, I saw that and I was like, wow, you know, that's. Yeah. And he's right. He's absolutely right. Defenses are penalized because quarterbacks or offenses make mistakes and throw the ball over the middle or, you know, miss a blocking assignment. And players are taught from Pop Warner, play to the whistle, tackle it. Now, there are some plays that are egregious. Vontez perfect. Yeah. But we've seen just so many instances where it's a clean hit before the whistle and, oh, well, he landed with all of his weight on him. When... When you're playing football, you uh, you can't stop yourself, and in some of those instances, especially right. when you're in the NFL and you're 260 pounds and you run a four four forty. I mean, it's just yeah. it it has gotten absolutely ridiculous since all of this um, pussification of the sport, so to speak. Yeah. I mean, th- there was a term for those types of throws. They're called hospital throws because you're going to send your receiver to the fucking hospital yeah. because he's going to get his head taken off. Yeah, it's, I mean, that's Ronnie Lott, Steve Atwater, yeah, uh, Donnie Shell. I mean, I could go on and on of safeties that literally made Hall of Fame careers because they punished people for going over the middle. Right. 
and now oh, it's a defenseless receiver. He's got pads on just like the other guy. Right. If he's defenseless, then don't have the quarterback make him defenseless. Yeah. Yeah. It's... Yeah. So. God damn, this Tom Brady's starting to seem kind of cool, isn't he? I, it fucking sucks, doesn't it? I still hate him because he never replied to my text, so fuck <laughs> Anyway. Sorry. Week one. Cowboys. Bucks. In Tampa. The raising of the banner. Uh, Dak Prescott's big return. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be enough. I just don't see any way in hell Tampa loses this game. I would agree. Tampa, of course, bringing back all 22 of their starters, plus many of their reserves. Um, I think it'll I, be a good game, though. I do, too. I, I, I don't see Dallas being a pushover in this game, but I just momentum is uh, definitely going to be on Tampa's side. So I think both of us taking the Bucks. Right. Then, usually I save these games, but fuck it. We're just going to swap it up this time. Noon, Sunday, the Pittsburgh Steelers travel to the Buffalo Bills. Go ahead. Played locally on WMBD, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. Is it? Yep. Doesn't matter to me. I watch them all. So Anyway. Right on. Um, what was the question? <laughs> Who am I picking? Yeah. The line is Buffalo giving up six and a half. That's a bit high, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, it's a home game, so I, I personally think it's a little high, but well, so do I. Um, I mean, I'd take that bet for Pittsburgh, yeah. Yeah. I don't see uh, – no. well, I mean, I, they can be this by a touchdown, but I I think that's a good bet to take. Um <sighs> Just say it. I know you're going uh, Yeah, the Bills. I'd say it's going to be the Bills. I'm taking the Steelers because I think Buffalo's got some a uh, little bit of chaos in their locker room with all this vaccination talk and everything. And mm. I just I, – I think Pittsburgh's going to They could in. be – have their head in the clouds a little bit. Yeah, that too. And I think Pittsburgh, uh, if Watt is there and mm. signed, I think Pittsburgh's got a bad taste in their mouth because they have been bashed all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh and I think that they, they could come out with a chip on their shoulder. And uh, I have not been kind to Mike Tomlin when it comes to playing bad teams on the road. This but is, this not, is a not a bad team. Right. Tomlin's teams typically, not always, but usually do very well against good teams. Don't win them all, but they play them tough, mm-hmm. which is why, A, I think six and a half is way too much. But I think Pittsburgh's got a chip on their shoulder, and they are out to set the tone. So... I'm I'm even going to take Pittsburgh in this game. I hope you're right. Don't get me I wrong. do too. Yeah, I hope you are. But we'll see. E- Eagles Falcons. <sighs> I I mean Falcons. I think the Eagles are going to be fighting with the Texans for the first really? overall pick. Huh? Okay. We'll we'll talk more about that later. Okay. Um. I I got the Eagles. Okay. All right. I think uh, I think Jalen Hurts. Now that. All of the controversy is gone. Mm-hmm. I, I, I think he's going to be better this year. Okay. Uh, I don't think you know. Not saying he's going to be MVP or anything. I just I expect more from him this year. Um, enough at least to beat the Falcons. I just. Well, we'll get to that later. Right, good. Vikings at the Bengals. I got the Vikings. Yeah, so do I. Um, Cincinnati 
should have taken a fucking tackle with their first pick. Even if they weren't going to take Zool, they could have. There was so much depth at linemen in that draft. Agreed. They should have traded back, got more picks, and protect your fucking franchise quarterback. And instead, they drafted a receiver who apparently doesn't look like he can catch a fucking cold. Yep. So. Uh, then we got San Francisco, West Coast team going to not quite the East Coast, but it's still a noon on uh, Detroit, Detroit Central. It's yeah. noon. Uh, going to Detroit to take on uh, Jared Goff. And MCDC. Yeah. Um, I still got the Niners. I, I do too. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, talent disparity is too much. And Agreed. Although I will say this, I mean, when Dan Campbell, this is going back many years ago, he he was the interim head coach when they fired Joe Philbin. They went on a little run to start. Maybe they come out kind of fired up, but I don't think it'll be enough to, to win. Um, what's the line? Niners minus seven and, seven and a half. half. Uh, I, I might take that, to be honest, just because uh, I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I'm. That's a pretty high line. It is high, but yeah, we'll see. Uh, Cardinals going to Tennessee. Go ahead. Ooh. Um, I could honestly see that going either way. Um, I could Vegas too. Does too. They have Tennessee minus three, and they're the home team. Um, I I got to go with Tennessee just because I think they have a better coach. I'm taking the Titans as well. Yeah. Um, uh, more so because it's a a West Coast team going across the country for an early game. Yeah. Well, they're central time too, but that helps. Yeah, but it's still. Another uh, factor. Yeah, I yeah. get it. Uh, then we have another West Coast key- team going to the central zone. That's Seattle Seahawks going to Indy Ooh. to take on the Colts. Still, uh, I haven't heard yet if Wentz is. I know he's back practicing, but I don't know if he's been cleared to play yet. I don't think it's going to matter. I think Seattle wins this one. Okay. Um,. You know what? With that in mind, I, I think I'll take Seattle as well. Yep. Then we got uh, another West Coast. God damn, we have a. This is the true West to East. Yeah, the... yeah. This is San Diego going all the Who? way. God damn it. L.A. Uh, Chargers going okay. all the way across across the country to take on Washington. Not going to get me there. You go, motherfucker. You said uh, it. Take on the Washington football team for the last time ever. Because they said they were picking a new name. Um, Washington football team is one of the finalists. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, I think it's Washington football team, Washington Red Wolves, and I can't remember the other option, so I, I don't think it'll be that third option. But Excuse me. Um, I got Washington just based on their defense at home. Yeah. Do you add in the west to east I think factor? Herbert might be the real deal. I do, too. He's going to have Chase Young. Chasing yeah. them and Washington's yeah. defense is going to be one of the best this year. I think. If, I agree. If they stay healthy, I agree. Then we got the Jets and the Panthers. Sam Darnold facing his former team right off the bat, and he's going to get a win. I I agree. I think so. I agree. So we're both taking the Panthers there. Then we got the Urban the, Meyer-led Trevor Lawrence quarterbacked the greatest game, as urinating tree would call it. Jacksonville Jaguars taking on the Houston Texans, the battle of the uh, franchise expansion, the last two franchise 
Yeah. An expansion teams. No. That that would be Cleveland versus Houston. Oh, shut up. They weren't. Yes, yes they, they I, were an expansion they, team. They existed before. These were like two brand new teams. They Fine, whatever. They came in the same year, assholes, what I'm saying. No, they didn't. Oh, no, they didn't. Yeah. No, they didn't. The Jags came in with the Panthers. Yeah. All right, I'm going to shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, uh, Jaguars. I, I do, too. Uh, yeah. The Texans are going to be um, horrifically bad this year. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, both taking Jacksonville on the road. Then we got Cleveland. Uh, hey, Cleveland, you guys won the uh, big playoff game last year, and everybody's picking you to go to the Super Bowl. So, here, suck on some Kansas City dick your first week. <laughs> Going to KC to take on the Chiefs. Yeah, and I think they're in for a little reality check. Yeah, KC's going to win that game. Yeah, I think KC uh, might have a little chip on their shoulder. So, I got them beating the Browns. Right. Dolphins, Patriots. Ooh. At New England. Tua has not looked all that great in the preseason. Um but it is a rookie quarterback mm-hmm. making his first start at home. That's a tough one. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. Mm. Just because Tua has a, an extra year of NFL experience, and I think Flores is going to throw some shit at Mac Jones. So, Although, considering Flores is under the Belichick tree, Belichick probably... Kind of, yeah. and Matt have a Patricia, pretty good idea. Matt of, Patricia is back, yeah. along with a lot of those defensive guys they didn't have last year. Uh, for the sake of going against you, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna take New England. That's a coin flip, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that could go either way. Yep. Uh, Packers travel to somewhere. North. <laughs> no. Oh, Jacksonville. Is that where they're playing mm-hmm. at? Jacksonville. Yep. So it's a road game for both teams. Packers. Um, I agree, especially yeah. when you factor well. That would be my pick regardless, even if it was in the Superdome. But when you factor that into the fact that, you know, they're in Jacksonville and all the turmoil that comes with that. and Yeah. yeah. Yep. Packers should win that one. Yeah. Uh, then we got Broncos traveling across three quarters of the country to take on the New York football Giants. Broncos. Broncos got a defense that, if healthy, is top five. Not the greatest quarterback situation, but I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to get it done against the Giants. I disagree with you. I'm going to take the Giants because right. I think the Giants are also have a are going to have a really good defense this year, and Danny Dimes has some weapons, so it's fucking it, prove it, kid. And you got Saquon Barkley back, so yeah, I'll go with the Giants. All righty, then in the Sunday night football opener, we have. The Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, taking on Aaron Donald and Matt Stafford in L.A. against the Rams. Cool side note to that. Bears fans are, like, furious that Fields isn't starting week one. I'm sure you saw what I said on Facebook. Why? Oh, why? Would you want to throw your start, your rookie quarterback, the hope of your franchise, National televised game against Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah. Yeah. Send Dalton out there. Be the sacrificial lamb. He'll suck. Week two, you can start him against Detroit. Yeah. That would be my move. And I, Hunter had a good point, too, when I said that, because I had Michael, a Bears fan of mine, disagree. He's like, well, you know, 
Justin Fields gives us the best chance to win. I brought up a good point. Hey, you guys have waited this long for a franchise quarterback. Wait a little, a couple weeks. That way you don't ruin them. I've seen a couple of the the like former players that are on shows basically bringing up the same point though that if you're on that team, mm-hmm. you're not happy with that decision because you're you play football to win, mm-hmm. and the coach makes a decision like that when you clearly feel the other guy gives you the best chance to win, right? And I get your point, and I agree with it to a degree, but I also see their point as well. If I'm on that team, if I play defense or whatever, I want the best best player out there. I'd, defense be damned. I'd, I'd put the guy out there that can make shit happen. Andy Dalton's a statue, mm. and Justin Fields might end up in the game anyway because right. if Aaron Donald gets a hold of Andy Dalton, he's going to crush him. Mm. Um, but, yeah, for those reasons alone, Rams. Yeah, Rams as well. At home, yeah, Rams win that. Right. Uh, and I've got a little side note on the Bears, too, that we'll talk about Damn, here. Damn, seven and a half, okay. Yeah, that's a big line. Yeah. And then a Monday night football, Baltimore Ravens travel to Las Vegas to take on the Raiders. And I got the Ravens. I do, too. I, ah. I think the Ra- or Raiders are going to take a, a step back this year. A further step back. Yeah. Okay. I mean, because they were competitive mm-hmm. in a lot of those games last year. Sure. And I think that's going to come to an end. All right. Um, And I'll I'd have a little note about the interesting thing with the Raiders as well, too. But. Okay. So that's our picks for week one. I'm sure we won't remember who we picked. <laughs> no, of course not. We never do. I got the Bucks, Steelers, Eagles, Vikings. Niners, Titans, Seahawks, Washington, Panthers, Jags, Chiefs. I took the Patriots. I took the Dolphins. Packers, Broncos, you took the Giants. Both took the Rams. Both took the Ravens. Yeah. I know there's another one up there that we disagree. Oh, Falcons. I took the Falcons. Yeah. I took the Eagles. Yep. So we agree on most. So we'll uh, we'll compare that next week when we talk about shit. Now. All that being said, let's get into our season predictions. Yeah. You'll start with Jake's? Uh, we'll do them by division. Oh, okay. That, that's and, and I'll I'll give you Jake's pick. Um, and I'll do them in the order that I remember. We're going to do NFC first. Sure. And we're going to start it off with the NFC least. Mm-hmm. Although I don't think it's the least anymore. I think it's going to be a competitive division. Well, it was competitive last year. Yeah, but, but in the wrong way. <laughs> But what did Washington won the division with what seven wins? Mm-hmm. They were like seven and nine, no seven eight one seven eight and one yeah, yeah. and won that division. Uh, yeah, I don't think it's going to be that bad this year. Um, but I have I got Dallas winning. Okay. Then I have Washington. Okay. I went back. You almost forth. talked me out of it, but I'm going to stick with it. Philly third, Giants okay. fourth. Um, Jake only picked the division winners and the wild card teams, but he's got the Cowboy, yeah, Cowboys winning the division okay. as well. I've got the Washington football team repeating. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I do. Um, I think their quarterback situation is a lot better than it was last year. Well, yeah. Um, that was Vince's our- feast or famine, though. True. 
there is that, but they also got Heineke too if they have to. I mean, granted, it's one game, but I'm, we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just i I like their head coach better than I like Dallas's, and Dallas is, you know, just Dallas. There's so much distractions and everything. I Agreed. Just, I think that's um, massive. I think it's going to come down to like the last week or two. I think both I of them are going to be in the ten to eleven win range. Yeah, I went um, back and forth. Yeah, I just I I don't know. I I feel like Dallas is going to bounce back. I don't think they're going to go much further than that, but we'll get to that later. But right. yeah. So okay, two of us are picking Dallas. You're picking Washington. And then you got, I'm assuming the Giants in Philly, because, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, football team, Cowboys, Giants, Eagles. Again, I like I said earlier, I have the Eagles competing with the Texans for the first pick. Okay, and then we'll get this one out of the way because it brought me headaches as much as it probably did you. NFC West. Yeah, I am. Well, I'll start off. Jake is going with the Rams. Okay. And I am going, and again, I bounce back and forth. There's even little scribble marks. I'm going Rams, winning the division. So am I. Then I'm going Cardinals. Okay. Then Seahawks. Mm -hmm. Then San Francisco. San Francisco, I just think that quarterback situation is, is going to be their undoing. Okay. Between Garoppolo and Trey Lance. Okay. Because... As soon as Garoppolo fucks up, the, the fans are going to turn on him. Hmm. And then I think it's just going to create, you know, a situation that we've seen more times than we can count. Sure. And will lead to a little turmoil, and then that's going to be their undoing. I think uh, Seattle, uh, I could easily swap out the top three and not be mad at myself. I think Seattle's defense is just a tier below where they – have been in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think the Cardinals got a, got better on offense with the addition of AJ green. I think Kyler Murray, if he's healthy is going to progress even further. And the Rams, I don't know, maybe it's just my hope for Matt Stafford. Um, obviously they got a great defense They do have a bit of a question mark at running back, Mm -hmm. but I just, I don't know. Something just tells me that the Rams are, are going to click this year and, and uh, win the division. Yeah, for me, I I also have the Rams winning the division. Um, the thing that I think you're thinking of, but you can't put your finger on, is Matthew Stafford. I think he is a a big upgrade over oh, Jared Goff. I, yeah, I said that last year. I love Matthew Stafford. I mean, yeah. he's just been stuck with either – shitty running backs or shitty receivers or shitty defense. I mean, he's never had a, a complete package and maybe he doesn't have it this year with the running back situation, but he's still got really good receivers. They you signed someone super. Yeah. They traded but, for someone who was it, but I can't remember, but it's not okay. like groundbreaking uh. or anything. Um, was it, was it Sonny, Sonny uh, Michelle, Sonny Michelle. Yeah. yeah. And they still got Daryl Henderson. Who's not, you know, a slouch. So again, uh, it's going to be Stafford's best chance to win in a long time, if not ever. Okay. I have the Niners in second place. Um, I look at that quarterback situation. I have the completely different reaction that you do. I think if Garoppolo stays healthy, he's going to ball out because he has to. (laughs) Exactly. There's that. And if he does get hurt, which unfortunately that's been his MO, assuming it's, 
middle part of the season or later, I think Trey Lance is going to be great with Kyle Shanahan. I think Kyle Shanahan is going to use him in some very creative ways and kind of honestly kind of like Colin Kaepernick part two when Colin Kaepernick blew Don't up. say that name. I, okay, well, he had a stretch for three years where he was a badass, okay? Uh, I mean, yes, he did. No, he didn't. He had one great season. I can pull he it up. He had two. No, he had one great season, one good season, and the rest were pretty mediocre. I've okay. I've looked at his career stats numerous times, trying to fucking justify all the... Okay. He had one great season, and then teams knew who he was, and he had an okay season, and then he was fucking... Okay. Middle, middle of the road, rest of his career. Sure. Okay, but again, if it's just I, the, if it's just this year, I think Trey Lance could do that. I really do. Possible. Yeah. I think Trey Lance is going to be a bust. I okay. I don't know. Just gut feeling. North Dakota State. North Dakota. Yeah, he's a running quarterback, um, and he's shown some things. But just my gut instinct tells me that he is not quite. Ready for prime time. I think th- because of the situation he's going to, I think that's going to help him out tremendously. It could. Because, I mean, again, that team was in the Super Bowl two years ago, and he's got a lot of help and a genius offensive-minded head coach. So, I yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Um, next, I have the Seahawks. Um, just uh, Russell Wilson. In third. Good. In third, okay. yes. In fourth, I have Arizona. Um Again, they got a lot of pieces I like, but that division is so fucking competitive, and they have, without question, the the worst head coach in that division. Even if you don't think Kingsbury is that bad, he's still the worst coach in that division. Uh, yeah. So, but again, that's a division where you could turn it upside down either way, and, and I I believe it. I can find reasons yeah. for every one of those teams to win the division, and um, I can find reasons for every one of those teams to be fourth yeah i mean i i think i'm pretty confident that the rams are going to win that division but the the other three i think you could swap those in and out yeah um so yeah. you know i mean it all it takes is an injury though and everything I exactly mean, you can say that about everybody but right all right moving on nfc south all right our boy jake has the bucks mm-hmm. as do i as do i then i have the saints I do not. Um, then I have the Panthers. Okay. And then I have the Falcons. Okay. Saints, um, I'm just not sold. It has Well, not the Saints, but Panthers, their offensive line got worse. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, as much as I loved having him in fantasy, I think maybe the punishment's going to start to get to him because he's okay. a bit diminutive. And their offensive line is not as good. Mm-hmm. So I, I think while I, I like Sam Darnold, I still think he just doesn't have enough weapons around him yet. Mm-hmm. And they, they better get some because Christian McCaffrey's don't just fucking fall out of the sky. Sure. And I, I would hate to see him get wasted and just pounded into oblivion because they can't do much else. Okay. Um, I disagree with you on that. Uh, the O line part I agree with Jan, but uh, he's got some weapons. He's got Robbie Anderson, who's a really good wide receiver. He's got DJ Moore, who's pretty solid as well. Yeah. I can't name you their tight end, not gonna lie. But he's got Christian McCaffrey, and 
to the argument of Chris McCaffrey getting beat up, that's why they drafted Chuba, Chuba Hubbard in the third round. And he, he looked pretty solid in the preseason. So yeah. I think that's going to help keep McCaffrey, again, it's kind of hard to say keep him healthy because one play and get fucking injured and be out for the year. That's what we saw last year. So, yeah, um, yeah I, I, I think that, yeah, Carolina gets second in that division. Um, the Saints, again, famous Jameis. I don't have – Threw five thousand yards. He also threw 30, 31 picks. Thirty. Oh, was it thirty? It was thirty. 30. And 30. Okay. Yeah. Thirty touchdowns. Thirty interceptions. Yeah. Um, and that was with a really good offense head coach and Bruce Arians. So I get Sean Payton's genius, but that seems kind of like a lateral move to me. Um, and I, I think they have a better defense than Carolina, though, which could be the difference there. Yeah, but it, you also have the turmoil with Michael Thomas as well. And also, like I said earlier, the hurricane. I mean, we yeah. don't know. They're displaced. I think that's a factor as well. So yep. um, I also have Atlanta in the basement again. Um, maybe the head coach, Arthur Smith's a genius. I, I don't know about that. I they don't have much on defense. Yeah, their defense is is lacking, and their running game haven't really seen. And of course, they lost Julio Jones. They got Kyle Pitts, who they I got think Kyle is going to be. Yeah, but, but I don't think he's going to make Matt that. Matt Ryan Julio is Jones. been kind of having a couple down years here, and he's been horrible. It's no, just... but yeah, he doesn't have the weapons that he had before, so I think they're going to have to lean on him a lot more. Uh, could be a good thing for Kyle Pitts, but I, again, when it comes to the division, I, sure, there's enough evidence there to suggest that they're going to finish fourth. I agree. Uh, NFC North. What did he do? Take. Mm-hmm. Uh, he took the Packers. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Not a complete homer. No, oh, there you go. You should uh, take notes. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, as well took the Packers. I did too. Then I have the Vikings. I went back and forth a, on that. A, I did too, but I, I think the Vikings are going to have a bit of a bounce back, um, enough at least to take second place. Then I have the Bears, and then I have the Lions. I think the Lions are going to be one of those teams competing for the worst pick because yeah. their defense is horrible. Uh, I don't think Goff is terrible, but they just don't have much around him. At all. No. Yeah. So. Losing Kenny Galladay too. Uh, yeah, they – I completely agree um, that they're in the basement. Um, I I swapped out the Bears for the Vikings. Um, reason being is because, like I said, I think Justin Fields will step in and become the starter midway through the year, and if not sooner, if not sooner. And they were a playoff team last year with you know Kiss and Titties and fucking Nick Foles. So I think Foles is gonna be not Foles. Fields is gonna be better than both of those guys. I really do. Um, he's a more accurate passer than Trubisky, and he's. Where did he go to school again? Huh? Where did he go to school again? Who? Fields? Yeah. Um, that school in Ohio. <laughs> um, Ohio Vocational School or something. Yeah, I, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, I mean, from what I saw in the preseason, and there's this guy. He on looks YouTube. solid. There's a guy on YouTube I watch called Brett Golliman. I think is his name. All he does is he watches film. He's not doesn't have a job or any like a coaching job or anything. That's just what he does, and 
his argument was that Fields is a mixture of those two guys, of Foles and Trubisky, in a good way, where he's more mobile than Trubisky, so they can do the RPO stuff and keep the offense balanced, get guys open, and he's more accurate than uh, Foles. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I had that backwards. He's more mobile than Foles, so that he can they can do the RPO type stuff, and he's more accurate than Trubisky. So I'm more accurate than Trubisky, but yeah. Anyway, um. And then you have the Vikings third. Vikings third, yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if we see Kellen Mond midway through the year that they just decide, I think we're done with Kirk Cousins. We've seen enough. Let's see what we got with this kid. Um, I know in the draft a lot of scouts were saying he could be the steal of the draft. Um, I don't – I know I watched his first preseason game and he looked like shit. That was because he had only been with the team for three days. So. And yeah, Lions are just going to be bad. Yeah. All right. Playoff teams for the NFC. Mm-hmm. My obviously Dallas Bucks, Rams, Packers are division winners. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm thinking the Bucks are probably going to be the one, one seed. Okay. Uh, I have Washington mm-hmm. as a wild card. Okay. I have the Cardinals. Okay. And I have the Seahawks. Okay. Um, I have the football team winning the division, the East, um, Tampa winning the South, of course, Green Bay winning the North, of course, and the Rams winning the West. Um, wildcard teams, uh, I've got Dallas as a wildcard team. Um, I've got the Niners as a wildcard team. Let's see if I fall for it again this year. I've got the Panthers as a wildcard team. <laughs> yeah. I had them winning the division yeah. last year. I've so got three coming off. out of the West. I, mean, I almost did that. Yeah. I almost did that. Jake, uh, as far as his wild card teams, he had... The only reason I didn't real quick is just because I think that division will cannibalize itself a little bit, where the uh, South, yeah. Carolina can beat New Orleans twice, and they can beat Atlanta twice. So Yeah, I could see that too. Right. Uh, Jake's wild card teams, he had the Seahawks and the Vikings and the Bears. So he's, hmm. br- he's bringing three out of the North. Okay. I can't see that happen i don't either i really don't if it's going to be three in one division it'll be the west yeah. in my opinion yep um and then the title game whoa oh oh wow you the went nfc title nfc game. title game yeah, oh, yeah we'll, I did too. so we'll, we'll leave it with a with an nfc champion and then go to the afc i think there's going to be some upsets mm-hmm. and i've got Aaron Rodgers mm-hmm. losing another title game at home. <laughs> okay, to the Rams. We have the same title game, different result. Really, got- I've got the I've got Green Bay beating the Rams. I think this is, especially since he's cleared the air that hey, I don't have an issue with my teammates. It's the front office, and because I think the team teammates know, hey, this is this is the last dance with Rodgers. Let's fucking get back to the Super Bowl. So I, I could see that too. Yeah, but yeah, I have the Rams in the title game as well. <laughs> my my first thought was, uh, Packers over Bucks being the that was going to be because I think my upset pick would be the Packers are going to beat the Bucks at some point. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, one last fuck you to Tom Brady, mm. but uh, I don't know. Again, gut thing just tells me that. Stafford and 
uh, the Rams are going to the Super Bowl. I have Tampa starting the year really hot, but faltering. I've said it for five years in a row. I'm going to be right eventually. Brady, I, Brady's going to fall off the cliff. Not maybe not a cliff, but I think we will finally start to see a little bit. And the reason why I say that is because, you know, the last few years, oh, I'm going to play until I'm fifty. Ha ha ha. This off season, it's he starting actually, to not be funny. <laughs> I know, right? This off season, he said, you know, I know that I don't have a lot of time left. And I'm like, oh, why did he say that? Is he starting to notice some stuff? I, maybe I'm reading but too much into he it. Also said, but I want to be here for many years so so i don't know so okay so we got the same title game different results uh jake has he didn't say oh yeah he did rams and the vikings in the title wow game. okay so we're all hot on the rams yeah. To be fair, and, I could see and the, he's got the Rams winning. To be fair, I could I could see the Vikings rebounding. I mean, that's why I bounce between them and the the Bears. Yeah, I if don't they see stay them. healthy, the the Vikings could make a lot of noise. Yeah, I don't see the Vikings making the title game. But I don't either. Well, I don't even have there's the playoffs, but there's always a surprise. So yeah, that's not crazy. Like when I pick the Vikings second, I, I think they're going to be like the last team out mm-hmm. of the playoffs. I can so. see that. All right, so there we have it. All of us are saying the Rams are going to the title game. Uh, Jake and myself have picked the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. You have the Packers going to the Super Bowl mm-hmm. in the NFC. Yes. AFC. AFC East. I and Jake agree, and you probably will too. Buffalo mm-hmm. winning yes. the division. Yes. Followed by New England. I got the Dolphins. And I I went back and forth on that. Me too. Me too. Uh, the reason I have that is their defense, if they stay healthy, is going to be pretty solid, mm-hmm. and it could uh, at least keep them in the race. Sure. And they've made improvements throughout, you know, tight ends, receivers, things like that. Uh, so that it, I think it's enough to keep them just a step ahead of Miami. Uh, then I've got Miami third and Jets. Obviously, fourth. Jets are in the basement. Yeah. Now. Um, NFC West. You mean AFC West? AFC West. Yes, yeah. I'm sorry. No surprise, Chiefs. Yeah. Um, and Jake agrees. Broncos. I have the Chargers as my number two. I just think Denver's defense is going to be really good. Um, Bridgewater is solid. Mm-hmm. And they've got some young receivers that showed flashes last Cortland year. Cortland Sutton looked really good last year. Yeah. And Jerry Judy mm-hmm. went healthy. Uh, running backs kind of hit and miss, but I, I think it's enough yeah. to at least take second in the division. Yeah, Philip Lindsay's defense. Then I got the Chargers, and again, I think it's going to be one of those very close situations mm-hmm. where I won't be surprised if it's flipped the other way the way you have it. Right. And then the Raiders. I Yeah, I agree. And the thing about the Raiders, I, I read uh, Matt Barry's column. You, Josh Johnson, mm-hmm. you know everybody's been real high on him. He has not. If you look at his actual stats, he's like a middle of the road running back, as far as fantasy goes. You mean Josh Jacobs? Jacobs, that's it. Josh, not Josh Johnson. Yeah, Josh Jacobs. Yeah, he's like not as good as people hype him up to be these last couple of years. 
Oh. Statistically. Their so. line got worse too. Yeah. So yeah, they're uh they're gonna be sitting in fourth. And then oh, you had Chargers over Broncos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh following in that same pattern when we talked about Josh Jacobs, Austin Eckler mm-hmm. rates as like top six yeah. in production fantasy wise. Yeah. When he's healthy. Yeah. He's really good. Yeah. And if AFC I keep doing that. AFC South Titans. Jake agrees. I've got the Colts. Huh? Okay. Then I have the Colts. I'm assuming you have the Titans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I same. Yeah. I think those two are yeah. going to be fighting for that division. Then the Jags. So do I. S- solely because Houston is going to be that bad. Yeah, yeah. I I wouldn't be shocked at all if Houston goes one in fifteen. I'm yeah. Or I'm sorry, one in sixteen. One in sixteen. Yeah. Two in fifteen. Yeah. I I'd... I've got their cap at like two wins. I might go three, but just to be a little bit more generous. I don't but... know, man. There's there's a lot of good teams. Yeah, there aren't a few dumpster fire teams this year, no. but I think they're one of them. Yeah, for sure. I like I said, I I think Philly will be a dumpster fire team this year, but I, yeah, could be. Yeah. Um, Colts again. I just I'm not convinced of the Carson Wentz situation. Yeah. Um, he, he was really really bad last year, and this was an MVP caliber player for a couple years but i mean when he fell off he fell off bad yeah but he had no help agreed and and people forget too the year before like he he drug that team to the playoffs against their will kicking and screaming yeah so i i think with he's got a much better offensive line like the colts have one of the best offensive lines in the league yeah their they defense got, they got a good young is, running back they've got you know they have three good running backs yeah yeah um they've they need to get ty hilton healthy yes ty 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 hilton yeah, yeah. i their defense is no joke mm-hmm. darius leonard's a bad motherfucker so yeah that's that's what gave me the edge so i actually i have it on fanduel and i almost canceled it but i didn't and i'm i'm going to wait until kickoff on Thursday to decide. I have a $50 bet just as low risk, high reward for Carson Wentz to win league MVP. Just as a, I think we talked about this. Well, because the odds were insane. Like that $50 bet is going to net me like a thousand dollars if it hits. So yeah, no, it's, I'm debating on whether do I pull that and just, you know, bet games week one or, or what? So Mm. let's see. Then, the AFC North, our specialty. Jake has the Steelers winning it. So he still wants to be friends yeah, with Yeah, apparently. Yeah, he doesn't want yeah. to piss me off. And I have the Browns. Wow. Wow. That's I also have the Browns. I was, I, wow, I was scared. That hurts. Yeah. A lot. It's like Bizarro World, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Then I have the Ravens, and then, of course, the Bengals. Did you drink? No, Steelers. I was going to say, what the fuck? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Yeah. I have the Browns, then the Steelers. Did you take a big pull off that vodka I just gave you? Like <laughs> Then the Ravens, then the Bengals. Yeah, I forgot. I guess I forgot that team. Okay. So, yeah. Browns, Steelers, Ravens, Bengals. I, I have the same thing. This Look. 
I I love Pittsburgh, and I, I they just have a really tough schedule. Yeah, literally the toughest schedule in the NFL. That was another big factor yeah. for me too. You know who has the easiest schedule in the NFL? Who's that? Tampa Bay. Really? Yes. They have the the league's easiest schedule. Okay. The three toughest schedules are the Steelers, number one, Bears, number two, Lions, number three. I don't think that's that true. I, just, I think the right the Raiders have the word the hardest one. No, sir. Okay. It is Rocher. Easiest schedule: Bucks, Bills, Dolphins. Hardest schedules: Steelers, Bears, Lions. Colin Cowherd lied to me. I heard him say it was uh, the Raiders a few days ago. Okay. Yeah. So, yes. If you excuse me, I'm going to go throw up. Mm-hmm. But. So, playoff teams. Mm-hmm. Jake has the Browns and Chargers and Ravens as his wild cards. Okay. And then he has the... Bills and Chiefs in the title game with the Bills taking the win. Me too. Wow. Yeah. So who are your my wild card your three wild card teams? Three wild card teams, Steelers, Titans, and I might you know what? I'm I'm calling an audible. I'm going to change that. Dolphins are my third wild card team. Oh. I had the Chargers, but I just it's also a brand new head coach as well. And the concerns with the O line are real. So I, I'm gonna give the slight edge to the Dolphins. I think they have a, it's very close, but yeah. Okay. You ask me in five minutes, I might say, No, 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 Chargers. So it's that close, but uh, myself? Yeah. Obviously, Bills, Titans, Chiefs, Browns. My wild card teams are the Broncos. Okay. The Steelers. Mm-hmm. And I, you almost talked me out of this, but I'm gonna, for the sake of my dream, I'm gonna stick with it. Ravens. Okay. Are my wild card teams. Three coming out of the north, huh? Yep. I could see it. Yeah, could, for yeah. sure. Yeah, definitely. It, it, if you look at the, the AFC. That's the only division, in my opinion, that has potential for three playoff teams. Uh, yeah, the East, I think, yeah. You could almost, I just don't think they're quite there yet as yeah. far as the Patriots and the, and the Dolphins. But you've got three very well-established, solid rosters in the North being um, Cleveland, Pittsburgh, and Baltimore. And again... Only reason I'm taking the Browns to win the Super Bowl is just because this this to win the Super Bowl or to win the division. <laughs> okay, is is because of that schedule. And don't get me wrong, the Browns' schedule is tough, but it's not quite as tough as Pittsburgh's. Right. So in the AFC title game, you said you had I had the Bills beating Kansas City. Bills beating Super- Kansas City, and that's what Jake had as well. Yeah, I got a Bills Packers Super Bowl. Gotcha. In my AFC title game, I have revenge. Steelers beating the Browns. They are going on the <laughs> fuck you tour. 
<laughs> of the goddamn century. They're going to beat Baltimore in one round. Cleveland is going to upset the Chiefs for us, and then we're going to bitch slap those dirty Browns back into the fucking Stone Age, and we're going to have a rematch of 1980 at the Rose Bowl. It was Pittsburgh taking on the Los Angeles Rams, but this time Big Ben goes out a fucking hero. Super Bowl MVP, Steelers win seven. All is Would right. you expect anything I, less I, all, from me? All is right with the world. All right. Um, I got the Bills beating the Packers. And Jake had um, Bills beating the Rams. Wow. Yeah. All right. But I will say, if the Steelers can't win the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. uh, I want Buffalo. Yeah. Me, I, I really... I just look. I grew up kind of hating them because they smacked us around early in the nineties mm-hmm. and they lost me a lot of money when they lost four straight Super Bowls <laughs> became a joke. Um, but I admire their fan base. I really do. I like Josh Allen. Uh, yeah. He's tough. He reminds me a lot of Ben Roethlisberger. He's big, strong, mobile. Um that went to a small school. Yeah. And... I like Stefan Diggs, you know. So if it's not Pittsburgh, I'm, I'm definitely going for Buffalo. Um, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, the did you see that adorable video that came out a few days ago? The kid with leukemia went through the table wearing the Josh Allender. Yeah, yeah. That's dope. Yeah. 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 Look, I mean, Bill's fans are fucking awesome. They I are. Mean, you know, they donated all that money to Andy Dalton. And then when Josh Allen's grandmother died of cancer they donated a shit ton of money to the buffalo cancer center and, yeah. yeah no bill bill's mafia is uh you know a really it, one look, of the best I'm, fan base i'm partial league. so i'm gonna call them the second best fan base in football but uh you can make the argument that they're the best yeah. i mean it's, there's no question um as it, far as the, the whole steelers thing again i know we have our questions but I just feel like if they stay healthy, this defense is is potentially going to be something special. I agree. Um, and I think it's going to carry them in some times. Um, and I think our – minus the offensive line, our offense is top-notch. Uh, I think Chase Claypool is going to emerge as the superstar. Mm-hmm. I think Deontay Johnson has something to prove with the drops. Mm-hmm. I like Pat Fryermuth coming along as a big red zone target. He looks like a bad motherfucker. Juju's in a contract year, so I think he's got something to prove. And let me just say, I'm 46 years old. Fuck. Yeah. I really wasn't alive much, at least not to remember much, of the Terry Bradshaw era. Right. I would say that when I really took hold of the game of football and and started truly, truly loving the sport the way that I do now, I was probably 10, Mm -hmm. 11-ish, somewhere in there. So I went through Mark Malone, Mm -hmm. Bubby Brister, Kent Graham, Mike Tomczak. Mike Tomczak, Cordell Neil, Neil O'Donnell, Cordell Stewart, Tommy Maddox, Tommy Maddox, all of which gave me some good moments. Mm-hmm. But for 18 years of my life and yours, mm-hmm. although you haven't been on board for all 18, mm-hmm. but 18 years of my life, Ben Roethlisberger has been my quarterback. Like, 
Feels good, doesn't it? It's as far as my football fan life, that's over half. Yeah. Easily. And so if you're a Steeler fan or even just a football fan, because I really think this is it, just appreciate that. Like taking a minute to soak it up. Like this is one of the toughest quarterbacks to ever play the game. Mm. Love him or hate him. Has he been a bit of a drama queen? Yeah. But I wouldn't trade it for the fucking world. Mm -hmm. He brought us two Super Bowls. Could have been a third had not Richard spin then fall, fumbled the fucking ball. Maybe even more if we had a couple other plays go the other way. But I just, yeah, it's uh, almost chokes me up when I think that this is probably Ben's last ride. And for kind of the same reasons that you talked about with A-Raj, I, I could see Pittsburgh kind of rallying around old Big Ben one one last time. And, and sending him home a champ the way Jerome was. so. Plus, I'm a Steeler fan, and they're going to have to be really, really fucking bad for me to not pick them. Yeah. But at least this year I have a little bit of uh, reason to do so. Okay. Um, So you appreciate him this year. Oh, I will, for okay. sure. Um, Buffalo, it would have been a fucking shame if they would have won their first Super Bowl in a season where their fans couldn't be there. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that I would agree. have been fucking god-awful. Which, knock on wood, that they can do it this year, or anybody can do it this year for that matter, because, again, we're still in some uncertain times with all this bullshit. Right. Uh, people starting to re-shut down and mask up and everything, so... Uh, that's my. I just hope we can get through the season without any of the major COVID issues. We I, had think last we year. I think we will. I think we will. And look, say what you want. I still believe that that played a huge part in our derailment. Is just the uncertainty of mm -hmm. the schedule. And yeah, I know we won a couple of those games that kept getting shuffled around and everything. But bottom line is it, that takes a toll on a team. And your offensive coordinator was incompetent as well. That that too. And I really like what Matt Canada is bringing. So, yeah, I, I really think that Pittsburgh is going to feed a lot of shit burgers to some some talking heads out there because nobody is giving him a chance with the exception of like three or four guys that I've seen on TV. But and I talk bad about him. But the bottom line is Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season. Right. And you don't fucking coach in the NFL for, what, 15 years, whatever it's been now, 2006 yeah. slash 7. So 15 years, yeah. Yeah. You don't coach in the NFL for that long without having a losing season if you're not a good coach. Yeah. You know, again, I he makes me want to fucking choke somebody. The bottom line is he's a good coach. They've got a good team, a very, very, very good defense. So I really, really hope that a lot of those people that are on TV talking about how bad they are choke on a dick. Right. And I hope it's Pittsburgh's dick. So mm -hmm. there we go. All right. Um, we got a lot more to cover. This is a yes, super no, size it's episode. Be, yeah, enjoy this show uh, all throughout the week because we do have a lot to talk about. Um, so there we go. Um, do you want to pause it? I want to get another water. All right. So We're going to take a quick break. Stick around. Hanging with D's will be right back after they drain the main vein. Now might be a good time to do that thing you've been putting off while listening to this godforsaken show. And we're back. Feel better now? Yeah. 
Right. Got some high quality H2O. There we go. That movie's been on like three or four times this week. Of course. Comedy Central? Can I just make go on a rant real quick? Why not? For the love of God, Viacom, mm-hmm. you're you're literally I'm talking to them right now. Mm-hmm. Viacom, CBS, blah blah blah. You're a fucking multi billion dollar company. Could you maybe hire a program director, please? Pretty please, because I'm tired of seeing the same fucking like 12 movies ad nauseum all year long. Do they still show waiting damn near every No, week? no, waiting. That's been oh, okay. out of the road. I would fucking jerk off if they put waiting on because it's different. Now we're Will Ferrell. Well, yeah, we went through the Will Ferrell phase. Now we're in the Adam Sandler with a sprinkle of Will Ferrell. They actually brought Will Ferrell back because this weekend it's been all fucking the other guys and... uh Anchorman, which somehow Anchorman 2 was playing all fucking like two months ago, like every weekend. And this weekend it's Anchorman 1. I don't know why you'd play the second one before the first one, but they are. I'm just so Grown Ups 2, one of the worst <clears throat> movies ever. And I love everybody that's in it, but the movie is fucking horrible. They literally played that like almost every day for a month, a few weeks or a few months back. I'm just sick of it. It's 2021. Who gives a shit? <sighs> You have, I know, but it's like your mom bitches about when they fuck up the because it is habit. Look, if if I ever become a Nielsen family, everything on Comedy Central will be number one because I just that it's habit. I turn the channel on half the time. I'm not even doing it. I'm playing a video game, but I've got it on, Mm. and yeah, it's just it sucks. But you're right. I could go through and stream anything. It's just, I have to go on that rant and they've been guilty of it for a very long time. And while I'm on a rant about comedy central and Viacom, (laughs) look, we don't need the fucking MTV video awards or the BET awards or whatever fucking award show you're going to put on. We don't need them on every single Viacom cable network. Like they do now, literally MTV, VH1, BET, comedy central, I'm sure there's fucking other ones. Stop it. Just hire somebody that knows what the fuck they're doing. I don't know. Change the movie reel every once in a fucking while. Pay a little money. Throw on some good old comedy that we haven't seen in the last year or two. Whatever. I'm done now. And Viacom owns Paramount. Yeah. You got a lot of movies yeah, you have that you don't have to pay vast for. Vast fucking, yes. Agreed. Yeah. <clears throat> so. All right. all right. What do you want to go to first? Uh... Well, I, we're there's one thing I know that we're definitely both going to talk about. So go ahead and leave Bishop it off. Sycamore football. Yes, and, uh, I'm sure you've probably heard the story. If you haven't, go look it up because it's fucking amazing. The Cliff Notes version of it goes like this: This school, I say in air finger quotes, school Bishop Sycamore uh, somehow convinced this marketing company, whatever Paragon that they were a powerhouse with multiple division one football prospects. So they scheduled them against probably the best high school program in the country in IMG out of Florida and put them on national television on ESPN on a Sunday and got just obliterated 58 to nothing. Well, even during the broadcast, ESPN commentators were like, this is something's not right here. Yeah, they even said that the head coach told us they have 10 players that are being talked to by Division One player, uh, Division One teams. I have to be honest with you. 
we couldn't verify that. <laughs> yeah, that that was all. exactly what he said. We we don't know. And again, uh, they just looked really bad. It was very bad football being played at one. I think they were down thirty to nothing in the first quarter, and the coach refused the running clock in the second half when it was well over. They lost their starting quarterback and some other players to injury, which maybe because they also played a game on Friday night, yeah. just a two days before this nationally televised ESPN game. And then it, it gets even darker and, and stranger the further you dig. <laughs> Turns out that this school might not even truly exist. Yeah. And if it does, it is literally just an online charter school. Yeah. Uh most of their players are 20 to 22 years old, mm-hmm. many of which have played junior college football. Some have never played any football. No. And like when they give ESPN the f- fact sheet, they just give their name. They didn't even give them jersey numbers. They didn't have enough fucking helmets for the entire team, which consisted of about 30 to 35 players. So not only did they play two games in basically three days, but they did it playing two ways. Mm-hmm. And if you've never played football before, it's you know it's not like basketball or baseball where you can play every other day. If you play full time, like you're a starter or whatever, and you're getting beat on for sixty minutes or high school forty eight, whatever it is, the last thing you want to do forty eight hours later is strap on the pads and do it again. You're right. sore. You're very sore, and it showed. Uh, so then, turns out the old head coach had an arrest warrant out, yeah. which he subsequently got arrested. Um, turns out that there were been in, they had been involved in some f- fraud cases of getting trying to to get loans for Bad a, checks for a previous football program, and yeah, it's Kevin Hart has already started the documentary. Yeah, uh, I figured it'd be a thirty for thirty, but yeah, it's it, Netflix and Kevin Hart have, have come together, and there will be a documentary probably within the next year, I would say. Yeah. And you kind of glossed over it a little bit. Um, the same three guys that are in charge of this program, the head coach and uh, I don't, two other guys that kind of run it, they got caught doing the exact same thing two years ago. Yeah. And, and they basically just changed it to Bishop Sycamore. Yeah. 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 They don't have a home field. They don't have a home practice facility. Yeah. They just have like this small patch of They grass. don't have white jerseys. That, yeah, do not have white jerseys. Uh, they don't even have matching jerseys. If you watched any of the YouTube clips, like not all of them have the exact same jerseys on. They're just yeah. black. And one of the, the game that they played that Friday night was against a team wearing black jerseys. So you've got literally two teams out there wearing black on black. Yeah. And it's just it's mind-boggling that this made it to ESPN. Like right. They were supposed to have a conference call a few days before the game, and they just completely blew it off. And then, like, the day before the game, they just said, oh, well, here's our roster. And it was literally, here's our offensive linemen, here's our quarterbacks, here's our running backs. And it had their names, no numbers, no height, weight, nothing like that. It just, didn't even have their positions. Yeah. That's what, they were listed as a grouping. Yeah. Like, defensive backs or running backs or whatever. You could see it on the paper. But, yeah, yeah you had no clue who was who and just – uh, unbelievable that in this day and age of information that is out there, that this slipped through the cracks all the way to the Geico, whatever it was, kickoff show or whatever, yeah. uh, highlighting some of the best high school programs in the country. 
And I, I can't wait to see the documentary. You know, you said, I wonder why it's not a 30 for 30, because that's ES- it's, ESPN. Yeah, and they're not gonna. Yeah. yeah, they're not going to. They're basically trying to claim innocence and all this. And, oh, well, Paragon's the team that. They've got a point. And they do. But at the same time, you're responsible for what goes on your network. Right. If it gets to the point where you're a couple days away from the game and you still know nothing about the teams that, you know, one of the teams that you're supposed to have on TV. I don't know. Maybe you might want to throw up a red flag instead of, oh, well, it's IMG. We have to show this game because it's IMG and let's get some ratings. You know, maybe dig a little deeper into the people that you're playing. You know who else are assholes in this situation and they're not really getting any grief for it? IMG. And you might be saying, well, why is that? How's that IMG's fault? IMG played, played them the year before. Yeah. They didn't think something was amiss. Well, it's one of those things where, okay, here's a win. We're going to look good on TV. I mean, you can't blame them for that. Yeah, I, we, We've got kids that legit have chance at college, so we're going to showcase them on national TV, on ESPN. Fuck yeah, I don't care who mm. we play. So I, I get their point. Yeah, it, I, I see your point as well. Yeah, you're kind of kind of a dick move. But at the same time, they're truly looking out for their kids and saying, you know, we're going to give you your time to shine. Mm. So we're, in the meanwhile, going to just beat the dog shit out of this team. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I again, I don't t- take all of the fault away from them, but I see their side of it. Yeah. And... In shocking news, four of the teams that were still on Bishop Sycamore's schedule decided to cancel. Probably a good idea. Yeah. So, considering that to this day, nobody can prove that the school even exists, for one. Although, they, one of those teams said, you know what, we're going to keep playing it. And you know what, ESPN, go ahead and we're not going to shred up this agreement. You Go ahead and show the game. You imagine the ratings. To yeah. watch that yeah. fucking slaughter. Yeah, yeah. Pe- people would tune in because we're a bunch of sick, twisted fucks. Yeah. I'd watch it. Right. Eh, maybe not, but I might. So, oh, so yeah, I, I can't wait for the documentary on that because it's, it's should be, at the very least, entertaining. I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to reach Tiger King heights, but no. <laughs> Speaking of great documentaries, great Netflix documentaries, I told you about this when I saw you Friday. And I've gotten through two-thirds of it. Oh, okay. Crime and penalties. Crime and penalties. Yes. Um, yeah. If you have not seen it yet, wow. Yeah, on Netflix, they they are doing their own sort of docu series, kind of like the thirty for thirties. Each one's completely individual and separated, called Crime and Penalties. Where Untold is the the title yeah. of it. There's one out on the Malice in the Palace. There's one out on some female boxer that I didn't read. She married her trainer. Trainer tried to kill her. That's what I know about it. Okay. I haven't watched. And it, then but... there's now one on this hockey team. Where a the Danbury Trashers they were called yeah a real life mob boss yes and they talk about it in the documentary he had a signed photo of him and James Gandolfini signed to and I quote the real Tony Soprano yeah the, there's speculation that Sopranos was loosely based off of the was it Galiente or Galiente, Galiente yeah yeah Jim I think Galente was, or whatever Galente. Yeah, James yeah James, James Galente yeah yeah um. So, yeah, he was in sanitation, air quotes. Well, I guess technically he was. He it was. was just, he was just doing shitty shit on the side. Mm-hmm. And uh, his son was a star hockey player. and Named loved AJ, which is the name of the son in The Sopranos. 
Oh, AJ. That I'd know that. Yes. Okay. Um, was a star hockey player and loved it. And then his senior year got a horrific injury and couldn't play hockey anymore. Yeah. So being the loving papa that he is, bought his baby boy his own minor league hockey team. Uh, it was an expansion team. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like he didn't buy a team and like move them there. It was literally, he paid $500,000 for the franchise fee and they made a new team in the, the USHL. Yeah. And the son's idea was to basically build them like the 1970s Flyers with a bunch of fucking goons. Yeah. And, and Gretzky, their first signing was Gretzky. Brent Gretzky. Yeah. The brother of Wayne. Who was an NHL player, mm-hmm. um, and then they also signed the previous season's leading scorer, which was the guy with one eye. Yeah, they signed uh, two of the baddest like goons, Endure and the guy that broke his leg. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Uh, I can't remember either. Um, but yeah, and it's it don't is, spoil this because it, it is really good. It. Yeah, I haven't watched it all, but I. I dove down the rabbit hole and found I, I know what happened after the basically the season that they're talking about right now. Uh, it is really good, even if you're not a huge hockey fan, just to watch um, what this kid did with this hockey team, keeping in mind that he grew up loving two things, wrestling and the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. And that's basically what he built. In fact, what was his, like, 12th or 13th birthday party? His dad brought in fucking The Rock, Triple H, China, and badass Billy Gunn. Yeah. Like, I think that was 96, 97. So it was before any of those guys were the super mega stars that they became, uh-huh. but they were still, like, second tier of the, you know, that it wasn't Stone Cold or anything like that, but it was, like, literally right before The Rock and Triple H became the rock and triple h that we all know you know but still like by the way a kid had pretty good eye for talent because he didn't pick savio vega or you know some of those other guys or you know the patriot he picks triple h china i don't think he picked him at all i think i think his dad oh yeah i guess it was a surprise either way though holy shit yeah Vince, you know, I don't know who who made the call, but yeah, the, his birthday party. He's sitting there chilling with you know Triple H, is massaging his shoulders, and the Rock sitting there by the pool. Yeah, yeah. It it is like I said, I haven't watched the whole thing, but I know what happens. Um, wait, wait, hold on. So you stop watching it and then figured, looked into what happens. The, well, I just looked him up on Wikipedia. Why? Why would you do that? Well, I'm still gonna watch it. Because I couldn't finish it, and I wanted to know, and I'm sure we were going to talk about it. Mm, okay. So I'm, I'm still going to watch it, just because... But we're not going to talk about that last third, because we don't want to ruin it. So you just ruined it for yourself for no reason. You it played yourself. Good yeah. job. I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> anyway. So. Yeah, highly, highly recommend yeah. it. Um, I would even say, if you're not a sports fan, this no, is still fascinating. This has got true crime in it. Um, uh, the characters... Yeah, the, uh, it's, the, the it's two, almost rivals Tiger King with the characters in it. The yeah, personalities the, the are just the two brothers amazing. and yeah, the twin brothers that yeah. were on the team, the the enforcer and their equipment manager, who I'm not going to say what he did, but he's a fucking yeah. real character and yeah, it's highly it's, highly recommend it. It it could have literally been the plot of a movie, of like a mob movie. And it people wouldn't have believed it though. Yeah, and it it, it happened. Like, yeah, it's this is all true. And again, 
you can do what I did and look it up on Wikipedia. It, all of this was an actual thing. And the guy, James Galante, uh, actually had ties to the Gotti family. Yeah. And that's what started all of the investigation and everything. So, yeah, good, definitely a good show. Yeah, highly recommend it. Um, <clears throat> What else do we have? By the way, a little side note on that. The son, AJ, he actually seems like a decent guy now. Turned this, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'm sure 17, he seemed like a fucking Oh, punk. he was a douche. Oh, for sure. Super douche. Um, but yeah, it looks like, you know, he may have grown up a little bit, but. Got some of the entrepreneurial parts of his dad, but not the, the shitty part. But anyway. Yeah. So. Um, Highly recommend it. Yeah. Um, I have another sports-related documentary. This one just i was watching a video from forgotten places where they talk about old stadiums that no longer exist and what happened and then autoplay got me and it started the cubs wrigley rebuild documentary that is on youtube right now it's it started we've said it before i'm not a huge baseball fan um but i just i don't know for whatever reason i have an interest in that how they build stadiums and Highly recommend it, especially you and Jake. I think you guys, if you guys haven't seen it, Jake may have had, may have already. But I'm sure it was on premiere, but highly recommend it. It's about it's an hour long doc- documentary. I didn't realize all the shit they did to that stadium. Right. I thought, oh, they put in a video board. No, 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 no. They had to put this stadium on stilts to redo the foundation. They had to dig underground for the new clubhouse and like. I personally thought it was very Yeah, they, they so. put a lot of time and effort so. to it. If you're a Cubs which, fan, you might be interested. Which in is that. why it doesn't make sense that they literally got rid of their team and now... Sure it does. They had to pay for all those upgrades. Well, yeah, but you can't pay for those upgrades when your fucking stadium's empty now, and it is. Mm. It's uh, I've never seen Wrigley so empty than it has been these last few weeks. Wow. Like, it looks like they might have a third capacity that are showing up to these games wow. to watch these ticket prices went up a lot too. Yeah. I remember you and yeah. Jake talking about that. So if I could quote one of the greatest sports movies, if not the greatest sports movie of all time, depending on who you ask, who are these fucking guys? I watched that again recently. <laughs> it was on YouTube for free. So I'm like, yeah, why not? Yeah. Anyway. All right. I have another recommendation. This, this is an old, it's been out for a few years. It was one of those where I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, oh, I'm going to see that in theaters. And then it went to theaters and I didn't see it. And I'm like, oh, I'll wait until it comes out on VOD. I didn't go see it. Um, it was finally on Amazon Prime. I was hanging out with a friend. We're going to watch something. And that's always a debate. And I'm like, we're watching this. Have you seen Knives Out yet? Yes. You did see it? Mm-hmm. I fucking loved it. What would you think? It was okay. Really? Yeah. I, Can you yeah. just not forgive Ryan Johnson for Last Jedi? Yeah, I found myself just getting disinterested. I mean, it it, it was solid. Wow, okay. It, it was solid. I'm not going to completely shit on it. It was solid. Okay. I I personally really enjoyed it. I mean, yeah. I very, very smart. And all the... Let me ask you this question. When you watched it, was this... Oh, this is on in the background while I game? Was it that deal? It became that. That was a mistake. It didn't completely grab me, so yeah. Yeah, that that, that was a mistake because well. it's one of those movies where you have to pay attention because small, minute lines of dialogue and details become just infinitely important in the ending. And uh, yeah, so gotcha. Anyway, 
like I said, not exactly a new movie. It's been out for two years, but if you haven't seen it and you got Prime, it's free. I'd say check it out. I did watch Free Guy. Solid. Very good. Funny. Uh, didn't realize it was going to turn into a rom-com, which nah. it kind of did towards the end. But A lot of movies it, do that. Yeah. They well do. worth a watch. Very entertaining. It's Ryan Reynolds uh, at his best, obviously. Without uh, revealing who it was. You can't go wrong there. The cameo. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. Several cameos if you really paid attention. And I, I we said it, Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. I I pegged his voice immediately. I thought so, but I yeah. figured we'd see him. But yeah. no. Uh, I, I pegged his voice immediately. Um, and I thought that I heard The Rock, but I didn't know until I read the article. It said he was in it. So I'm uh, like, okay, okay, that was definitely him. Who, who, he was one of the bank robbers. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Which that's not giving anything away because bank robbery happens like almost daily yeah. <laughs> because it's part of the video game world. But yeah, very, very good. Very um, original yeah. story. Like it, really cool. Basically, like I said, he's an NPC character that becomes self-aware and then the movie does a very good job of explaining the the how and the why that this happens. couple plot holes. Yeah. For example, if you start destroying the servers of your game. If you destroy one, the game's over. Yeah. It shuts down. It doesn't slowly fall apart like yeah. you saw in the climax. But yeah. that was the one thing that I noticed, but I've heard there's other things too. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's okay. I mean, it, it's fine. Didn't take me out of it. Still enjoyed it and still recommend it. So. Yeah. Um, What else we got? <clears throat> I got two other things. I got another thing too. Mine's pretty brief. Both of mine can be. Uh, Jake Paul, Tyron Woodley. Did oh you, yes, did you watch it? I did not. <sighs> Tyron let us down. Yeah, big time. Jake Paul got his ass kicked, but he won the fight. Mm. I'll just say that. Like J- Tyron Woodley, when he fought, did damage and had him reeling, but didn't attack. In a pure boxing match, Jake Paul won the fight. Mm. Bottom line. And then he went on Twitter and said, status, retired boxer. So he'll be back. Yeah. He's too much of a douchebag not to be. Tyron still wants a a rematch. And in order to do so, he has to get a visible tattoo uh, while wearing T-shirt and shorts. It has to be visible and it has to say, I love Jake Paul. And it's got to be a certain size, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Fight a boxer for fuck's sake, like an actual boxer. That's that's all I want at this point. Just some young, hungry kid that's been boxing since he was twelve, and I think he fucking destroys either one of the Paul brothers. Well, sure, but well, he's sitting there admit- talking like he's the next coming. He's the best thing to happen to boxing. His own words, but he hasn't fought a, a fucking boxer yet. To his credit, I don't like the fucking guys. Don't get me wrong. Tyrone, that shocked me when I heard he beat Tyrone Woodley. That's fucking impressive. Yeah, but Woodley, like I said, he didn't attack. I mean, Woodley was... Then that's on him. That's I not agree. Jake Paul's No, fault. I agree. I'm more mad at Woodley than anything, because okay. when Woodley attacked, he hurt him, mm. and he just he didn't attack nearly enough. And yeah. You're not going to convince me to buy a fucking rematch. I didn't buy the first match, but I wouldn't buy the rematch either, and you just... But by the way, Mark from a marketing strategy, that's smart. Retired boxer because he's done it several times now. 
that sheen is going to wear off eventually. Why not be a retired boxer and then a year a year from now say, "Hey Connor, you want another payday?" Or, "Hey Nate Diaz, you want another payday?" Oh, he don't want. He don't want he Nate. Don't no, want no, I know. Part of Nate, I don't think he wants any part of Connor either. I know, but they would make all the fucking money. Oh, I agree. All no, of it. I, I agree, and that could very well be where it's going to go. He, yeah. I don't think he'll ever fight a good boxer. Um. And I, I think his brother only fought Floyd because he knew that Floyd's not a offensive guy, not known as a power guy. And money. And it showed. Yeah, and money. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're going to be stuck, like you said. And then within a year, there'll be another fight, and it'll be against a washed-up or at least some semi-washed-up MMA guy or maybe even an old old boxer that's you know just there to collect some money. Rather than a young, hungry guy that wants to prove himself, Anderson Silva maybe he's boxing now. I I'm not sure he wants any part of Anderson Silva either. But yeah, Anderson beat uh, Cesar Chavez Jr.'s son, Julio Cesar Chavez. Yeah, and now he's fighting Tito Ortiz. So, oh, um, what else you got? But yeah, would fuck the Paul brothers, both of them. Anyway, Um, uh, AEW all out. Yes, tonight, CM Punk's big return. Did you see what happened in the stands? In the stands? Go ahead and tell me. I don't remember what event it was. It it was off camera, I believe, mm-hmm. or at least off television. I don't know if it was for Ram. Is it Rampage? Yeah. Or their dark, all of which have taken place in Chicago. They've been in Chicago basically all week, and uh, Punk goes in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Guess who's in the crowd? Who? One Brian Danielson. No shit. Yes. I can't believe I didn't see that. Wow. Yeah. There was a picture of it where Brian Danielson is trying to hand CM Punk a drink. And CM Punk is literally looking down at the drink like, what the fuck? Because for those of you that don't know, CM Punk is straight edge. Mm-hmm. Uh, never been drunk or high a day in his life. And you could just tell CM Punk, like, do you not forget who I am kind of thing? <laughs> like, I'm not going to take that drink. So, yeah. Uh I think he makes his debut tonight. Oh, yeah, I do too. Um, I've heard that's kind of similar to the punk news, that it's basically a lock that yeah. he's going to be there. I guess the initially the plan was that they were going to debut him in Jersey. I guess they got a big show. It might be next week. It might be the next episode of Dynamite. But from what I've heard, yeah, Brian's going to be there tonight. Now, here's my question to you. Actually, real quick. Mm-hmm. Did you see Punk's promo on Dynamite? Uh, when the guys came down and beat on no 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 oh. the before that his second AEW appearance when I think so they were starting he I don't know what he was talking oh the about. yes yeah, yeah they started doing the yes chance he says you're gonna have to he goes that's some other guy's shtick you're gonna have to be a little more patient like yay yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. um so my question mm-hmm. does do we get a a clean finish tonight yeah we do. They 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 deliver clean finishes. Yes, that's part of their almost their mission statement. Is and you get definitive there's, results. There's no way in hell they can have Punk lose in Chicago. He won't. No. Yeah. I mean, I know they're pushing Darby Allen and blah blah blah, but I just I can't see but any no way in hell, chance no. that they're gonna all this hype and everything and bring CM no. Punk to put this kid over. Could he put him over at some point down the road? Yes, absolutely. 
But yeah, Punk's winning tonight. Mm -hmm. uh, And I don't think that with Brian Danielson showing up, um, I don't think it's going to be a a schmaz, they call it basically, where all hell breaks loose and there's no finish. They got to give those fans the clean finish. And then you could have Danielson come in and start a program with Punk. I don't even think they do that. I think what they do is um, Punk and Allen have a great competitive back and forth match where Punk puts him over without doing the job, you know, making Allen look great, but still, still winning. Yeah. Still winning. And, you know, shake hands, raise his hand. Hey, this guy's fucking awesome. Punk celebrating in the ring. Nope. No. Match okay. is over. It's done. You go to main event time. Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega wins. Brian Danielson comes out. Then we get Brian Danielson versus Jericho's Kenny. not in the main event? No. Is he in it? Is he wrestling? Yeah. He's wrestling MJF. His career's online. Isn't he the champ or no? No. Kenny Omega's the champ. Oh, Omega took the belt from Jericho? Okay. No. no. <laughs> Moxley took the belt from Jericho like a year ago. Okay. Well, again, I'm, I'm new to yeah. AEW. I'm sorry. But and then Omega. Moxley, did you see Moxley beat Matt Cardona in GCW? I did not. They had an event in Chicago. Fuck GCW. I know. It's but garbage. You know who Matt Cardona is, right? Yeah, it's Zack Ryder. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, he when he won the title, and the only reason I know this is because I follow him on Twitter because mm-hmm. he's a funny Twitter follow. He dressed like John Moxley when he won the title, mm-hmm. and that's great. Zack Ryder's he's he's awesome. He's mm-hmm. a good worker. You know, do your thing. Well, so they had an event in Chicago, mm-hmm. and it was I think it was a cage match against a surprise opponent. Mm-hmm. It was John Moxley. Oh wow! And Moxley won it, beat him for the title, and they're calling it the Chicago Screw Job. Wow. Like they, you know, a Bret Hart thing. Wow. Um, so yeah, that was kind of cool that Moxley, you know, showed up and helped Matt Cardona nice. further his career. Uh-huh. I could see him eventually landing in AEW because I th- Cardona. Yeah, he already is. Oh, is he a part of it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that either. <laughs> I'm gonna shut up now. Wrestling expert. Yeah, D's. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I've been a WWE guy forever and. The only reason I'm paying attention to AEW now is because Punk's back, and they do have Sting, although he's not really wrestling all that. He's much. doing tag. He's kind of in Andre the Giant spot yeah. back in the day. Yeah, he's not going to be taking any big spots or anything like that. He's gonna... he'll do he'll work tag matches basically. Yeah. basically. He'll yeah. he'll do something every now and then. But I don't think we'll see a Sting Punk match. Although my heart kind of wants it, but uh... it does, but it doesn't because I know Sting Sting can k- still go, but he can't still. Go yeah, like it, it wouldn't live up to no your, yeah yeah, not at all. So all right. definitely look forward to checking that out. And again, uh, if the show is as good as I hope it'll be, I don't know. Maybe it'll pull me back in a little bit. But. Yeah, I kept. We did say that. Oh yeah, we're back in. I haven't watched any of the. I've yeah, I haven't either. But I have followed it to the point the punk parts yeah me like too. i'll get on youtube or whatever and and look up what happened and then like i said i'm gonna give tonight's show a chance and you know basically going in blind as far as what the storylines are and who half the people even are and yeah who's good guy who's bad guy or whatever but we'll, we'll see uh, yeah I'm gonna chicago excuse me chicago should be a pretty hot crowd so oh fuck yeah it will be um i'm gonna have to talk to him buddy justin because i don't have a way to steal that pay-per-view but i i do want to i want to give him my money i mean you you got cm punk so maybe we can go halvesies on buying the pay-per-view and i'll have to watch it after the fact but, well, there you go um this is pretty quick well you know 
what I'm going to say is true, considering I don't even know how to pronounce the name. Sean G in the Legends of the Ten Rings. Sean uh, Chi. Sean Chi. Sean Chi, Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah. I said this as a comment on some Rotten Tomatoes post on Facebook, and I stand by it. I don't remember an MCU movie with less excitement or hype around it. No, it it feels like no one's talking about this. No, because really. nobody really knows other than the diehards. Nobody really knows who he is. Yeah, but I it felt like Guardians of the Galaxy was at least intriguing. You know what I mean? True. A lot um, of people didn't. I, I've I've read some good things though that it's it's a very good kickoff to the next phase. I uh, I'll give it a shot. Check it out. Right. Um. I was trying to. I, I went back on Rotten Tomatoes because I was curious. A lot of times on the Sunday of an opening weekend, you get box office mm-hmm. results. I don't see anything, but I, I'm curious to see if that movie fucking bombs because it's not on premiere at all. It's theater only, and now s- certain places are starting to mask up, which yeah, won't stop a, a lot of people, but will, some it will. Will stop a lot, yeah. Yeah, so I, it just. It, doesn't interest me really. Yeah, I got to be I mean, honest. I, I'm with you, but I'm I'm in because it's an MCU project, you know, and they haven't really steered us very wrong yet. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how they're going to kick off Phase Four. I mean, we've kind of got a soft kickoff with the shows, but this is supposed to be the true like Phase Four beginning. Although I, I thought Far From Home is technically it. That's going to be. I think. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Not far from home, the second Spider-Man movie, because I heard technically that's the. St- yeah, it, you're you're right. It, it, that was more of like the ending. Sorry, though, that was of, the ending of, of Phase Four or whatever it is, or three. I don't even remember now. But but the, yeah, the ending of three. and the new Spider-Man movie, for all intents and purposes, is going to be the true kickoff to the next, you know five, six years of MCU movies with the multiverse and everything like that. We haven't talked about that trailer yet, have we? Uh, no. No. I, no, we haven't. I heard it broke records for, like, most <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, it got my dick hard. Mm. Yeah, looks really fucking good. You, you, you definitely see a pumpkin bomb, mm-hmm. and that is definitely Willem Dafoe laughing as mm-hmm. the Green Goblin. Obviously, we see Doc Ock, and then there's also, you never see them, but there are hints and allusions to... Electro, which we already know it's confirmed, Jamie Foxx is in it. Mm-hmm. But there's also hints to the lizard, mm-hmm. Mysterio, and Sandman. Mm. They're all parts of the trailer that you could go, that's so and so. That's there's like a, a image, a silhouette in the background that looks a lot like the lizard. Mm. There's electrical storms in the air at one point. There's a dust storm in the air at one point, and it's all basically pointing to it's Spider Man's against the Sinister Six. Right on. And, and uh, J.B. Smoove all but confirmed Tobey Maguire's in it. Mm. In an interview, they were asking him, it was kind of a trick question. The guy set him up. It's like, so uh, other than Tom Holland, which was your favorite Spider-Man to work with, or were you most excited to work with? Oh, no question, Tobey Maguire. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> well, my bad. And then somebody else pointed out, at one point in the trailer, you see Tom Holland wearing uh, like a dark blue suit with a light blue shirt and blue tie. Mm-hmm. 
and it's the exact same uh, jacket, tie, and shirt that Tobey Maguire wore in a scene in Spider-Man 3. Mm, okay. So, yeah, very excited. So December can't come soon enough. That's going to be, I think, a really good one. Yeah. It'd be funny if they throw in a little joke about that Spider-Man 3 where you have Tobey Maguire dancing or whatever, and he gets killed or something real quick. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was... The worst scene in superhero movie, maybe not the no. worst, but one of yeah. the cringe-worthy scenes. Let's just put it that way. I won't right. say worst scene, but just the scene is like, why? I never thought to- Peter Parker becoming yeah. evil. Was- this this was two minutes of this movie that should have been on the fucking cutting room floor. Why would that make him a jazz singer, even though he's dressed emo? It's like emo's not jazz. What are you talking about? Yeah, like no, it was it was, it was bad in every sense of the word. Yeah, so. Yeah. All right, I think we have rambled on long enough. Yeah, two hours. Shit. Yeah, that's uh, one of our longest ever, but again, it's football time, mm-hmm. and you heard it here first, folks. Number seven leads the Pittsburgh Steelers to number seven. Steelers over Rams. What are we doing next week? Do you want to do like a half and a half show? Maybe do... Because I'm planning on coming over here for the game. I don't know if... I'm assuming you're watching it here. Yeah. It's on free TVs. So. Yeah. Um, maybe do a preview show for like a half hour, and then maybe afterwards do post-show, maybe? Uh, like that. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens during the week. We'll, I'm sure they'll you know, maybe talk AEW and see, and hopefully we have a TJ Watt contract to talk about. So, yeah, we might do that. Maybe a little like half-hour snippet, and then go watch the game, come back, and... Basically, give a our reactions uh, and reactions recap. Talk a little bit about the noon games and and go from there. And yeah. we might with with football season now though we might have to jump back into the two a days or two a weeks, maybe a midweek small show. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Maybe come over like on a Wednesday night and we'll knock out a thirty minute, whatever forty five minute. Yeah. Recap yeah. slash predictions type thing and go from there because yeah. we don't yeah. want to do it all. Obviously, we can't do it all on Sunday unless we do it Sunday morning and make our pick, but yeah, no, that's not always no, going to work. No, no. So anyway, yeah, we'll uh, uh, probably won't have one of those this week, but yeah, I can imagine we'll have a, an early Sunday show and then a late Sunday show, and I'll probably just tie them all together into one show and right. release them Sunday night. So, All right. That is going to wrap up episode 71. Football season is here. We can't wait. We will see you all next week. I am Dees. He is Dylan. Bye-bye. See ya. Ooh.